Thank you for tuning in to Odyssey of Flower Child. I am Flower Child for Bray. I'm an Odyssey lifestyle coach, mother, spoken word artist, writer, youth mentor, yoga instructor, entrepreneur, storyteller, and doula. I am everything, and everything is me. This podcast is dedicated to showing all the sides of people of color. On a daily basis, we hide, cover up, and excuse our past in everyday interactions. I'll be using this platform to show how diverse in talent, life, emotion, magic, and brilliance we are, all while holding our crowns. Uplifting women is a passion of mine, but I also want to nurture a loving, healing relationship with men. So let's get to it. (laughs) Hi guys, it's been a year, it's been a year, it's been a year, it's been a year. I know I said I was going to try my hardest to stick with it. I didn't try my hardest and I didn't stick with it. (laughs) Charge it to my head and not my heart because, y'all, it was not intentional. Life happened. Life happened and hit hard. What I can say is I started three businesses last year. Last June, um, I legitimized three of my business and I officially have my blog up and running. So you can check me out at www.pogirlodyssey.com slash post to get straight to the post. Again, backslash blog to get straight to the post. But www.pogirlodyssey.com. I'm so so excited but that's the thing I have been um, doing a lot in terms of supporting black-owned businesses in this year so far I've supported seven black-owned businesses I'll be doing um, product reviews on my blog I'll be doing unboxing videos on YouTube and I'll have sound clips for the podcast it's a lot coming up like the second half of the year going into the third and fourth quarter should be pretty active for me so stay tuned I'm on Twitter now you can find me at Poe Girl Odyssey um I have a Pinterest account again Poe Girl Odyssey my Facebook um blog you can message on there too Po Girl Odyssey. The only thing, um, Odyssey of Flower Child is still my handle on IG. As I go through everything and rebrand it, rebranding, I'm sorry, rebrand for the podcast, I'm going to see if I need to change everything over, if I should keep it. It's, it's a very difficult decision. Um, yeah, bear with me while, while I handle all of this over the next couple of weeks and get that taken care of. So today, I only really have two things on the agenda, but I'm really excited. Um, Today, I want to welcome you guys into my poly girl world. If you know me, I am a polyamorous woman. If you know what polyamory is, you know what I'm talking about already. If you don't, it's just being open to multiple loves, not closing yourself off. Um, People think it's like the direct opposite of monogamy but it's a lot of it's a lot of negative connotations that come with being in the poly world people think it's just about sex um people just want to do the booty all the time people want to get away with being able to cheat it's a lot of things that poly being poly is not um but that's for another post I'll do an intro 
about my poly world and so you guys can see what e what it is and what it's not but right now uh the first episode of poly girl talk um is here so buckle up i want to talk about my next partner <laughs> so right now i have a travel boyfriend and me and him have officially been together for five years i love my jeremy anybody who knows me know i love my baby so much um i have a work boyfriend but that's not like real like that and we kind of broke up anyway <laughs> me and my ex-fiance were thinking about trying again over this past year thinking about babies and but we really broke up like two and a half, three years ago. So right now, I'm one foot into monogamy, but one foot out. But it's really not my jam, so I'm trying to. Let's talk about my next partner because I'm not trying to find into. I'm not trying to fall into that monogamy trap at all. So I want to completely switch it up. There seems to be something missing, and I can feel it in my soul. I think I may have finally found the right words to describe it. So, you know how people be like, you will never find somebody to love you the way I love you. <laughs> That's what people say when they like leaving. That's the exit line. You would never love somebody who would love you like I love you. Mm, okay. But on the receiving end of the statement, it's usually, I don't ever get the love I give out. Or I want someone to love me. Like, I love people. That legit is a real thing. We, have, we like, all have different ways we express and receive love. And it's so important to find out. It's, it's undervalued, too, but it's, it's important to find out the way your partner or partners receive love before you just go showering them with things with A, they don't want, or B, don't hold weight to them in the way you expect it to. I always think about me and, like, it has to be frustrating for a man to feel like he's giving his all and spoiling his woman, but she isn't satisfied with something. It's the quote-unquote something in comparison to giving my all. That's the problem. Something's not adding up. So I mentioned that I started three of my businesses last year. In another, um, in another episode, I'll talk about what specifically those three businesses are, but you guys already know I'm a lifestyle coach. Um, when my clients bring me their relationship problems, I always ask, did you ask what they actually wanted? And the, and the next question is always, do you know what they wanted instead, instead of what you gave them? Do you know? It always seems to boil down to communication. More often than not, it's the lack thereof. So boom, we touched on two things already, communication and lack and attachment to expectations. I'm sorry. Um, but I'm gonna get back to me before I get too lifestyle coaching and I lose you. I'm not trying to do that. So, right, me. <laughs> I'm a nurturer, like a natural born motivator through and through to my core. That's who I am. As my partner, if you tell me your dream or something you're in serious pursuit of, it becomes my silent goal to help you, like, see it through in any way that I can in respect to, like, my boundaries, of course, right? I'm just now realizing after 15 years of doing that, like after all of this time of wanting to be a part of or just caring um, about where you are in your journey and me having a sense of 
how do you say this? Like, if it's something you want or something I see you passionate about or care about, I want to be a part of helping you realize that potential because I see the potentiality in you. Always the biggest. Anyway, so here I am after 15 years of dating. I'm realizing that that is my biggest flaw. Of course, the potentiality of everything, but the actual act of helping. My biggest flex is still my biggest flaw. I found this out through a 10-year on-again, off-again relationship with my ex-fiance, twice removed. <laughs> he, he somehow turned who I am into a bad thing, like who I am as a person, and said I hold him, quote-unquote, too accountable for the things he say, whether that's like basic talking points, his goals, his aspirations, whatever. Just in general, I hold him too accountable. He says, sometimes I just be talking. What? Anyway, he said he wants a cheerleader, not a motivator. Bro, these are his actual words. Insert me questioning myself and hoping I'm not coming off too like motherly when I love because y'all know that's a thing for mothers. Like even just with people who have those those really warm, it's a thing. Sometimes we come off as motherly. And I just always hope that's not what I'm doing. I have been reassured even by him that that's not what it was. He just wants a cheerleader, not a motivator. He wants someone to tell him you're doing a good job. But I can't do that if I also see you not doing anything towards what you say you want to do. But let me get off that. Because don't get me wrong. I get that. I get in that case. It was the wrong human I was doing it for. But this is also the same person who can't not be around me because having me near is a a breath of fresh air. As in, the same air you asking to breathe is the same air you say is too much. I'm giving you too much air. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, what it really is, is I have a very addicting personality. And I've known that since forever. People are drawn to me mostly because I speak life into them. People are addicted to those type of qualities. It's the trait, like, it's that trait that is the stuff magic is made of, right? It's also the trait that has left me with hundreds of attachments, but never having been loved properly. So I say that, but not so much because I am in no way, shape, or form saying I've never felt loved. I'm not saying that men in my life didn't care or didn't care or do not care for me or that any of them were bad. That's not at all the case. I don't date bad men. I don't stay around long enough to find out that you actually bad. Um, Every human being I have been with has been a really amazing person in my life. They just weren't for me. And that's okay. (laughs) What I am saying is, I'm an asset to people's lives. Whether it's in a romantic capacity or not. Humans, however, are not born with the skills to recognize, cultivate, and nurture assets. We use them until we can. That's how it goes. We use them until we can't use them anymore. Fear of losing something good oftentimes make people do things that may or may not be the best for relationships. But when you know, like, when you don't know how long a good thing is going to be around, you 
soak in that shit as long as it's there. It's legit a survival thing. It's a survival mechanism. Humans are creatures that just want to survive. Most times they don't even care about thriving. And because I understand this, like I get it. It doesn't make it easier, but I get it. (laughs) But here's the thing. Having an asset adds to you. People know that. That's why they, that's how users are a thing. That's how it's a, it, it adds value to you, your life, everything. But no slash. <laughs> Nurturing that asset puts you in a different league every single time. Before I go off too much, though, let me address me and where I have dropped the ball because I'm only human, right? I'm only just now, recently in the past two years, beginning to vocalize my want to be loved in the way that I love. That's 15 years of me. Let me see. That's 15 years of me just getting whatever or taking whatever while giving legit life to people and their dreams. All because I didn't sit with myself to find out what would nurture me and my love. (laughs) That's my fault. That's on me. I didn't take the time and at no point... Over the past 15 years, did I take that time to sit down and find out what would nurture me and my love? And obviously, this shit's not taught. No one tells you that's something you should be doing, and I didn't do it. And all the introspective work I've done over the past 15 years, I never looked at that aspect of it. I never realized that I was missing the very thing that I was giving, and the reason that I was giving it as, like, freely as I was giving it is because it's something I recognized I deserved. I want a motivator. I want a listener. I want a supporter. I want someone who trusts in their ability to lead and will take the damn reins. I I want me, honestly, me and a man. That's what I want. You can't tell me I'm reaching too far because I know it exists. I've seen these men. I've met these men. I, however, do not attract these men unless they're married. <laughs> Yo, that is just the reality for me. Because they flock when they marry. But I don't I don't meet them single or even poly. I'll be telling my story all week long. Thanks for coming to my... No. <laughs> I feel like it's really important for, for me to mention, like, here at this point, you should not go requesting things that you don't do for yourself already. You should not be requesting things to be done for you that you cannot. You you get what I'm saying, right? Like, I don't believe in having other people feel your voice. That's not a thing we should be looking for. You should be a whole, a whole human meeting, to, hoping to meet a whole human and you guys create a whole life. Not you have hoes, he have hoes, and hoping that each other are the better halves of you know what? Let me bring it back. A super superficial example is if you didn't get your hair, your nails, your feet done before you met that man, it is not now his responsibility to do so for you. If that's how he shows love and you're receptive to that show, that's one thing. But to have him pick up the slack that you never thought to pick up on your own is not okay. So let's magnify that by like mm, a lot. I'm my own motivator, the best listener of me my only true supporter outside my deity, and I wholly trust in my ability to lead. And I'll take the reins as long as it's deemed a necessity. 
the moment I find someone who wants to take over the reins, baby, I'm going to hand them so because my shoulders hurt. I'm not looking for anyone to feel any holes. I am whole. I am whole by myself. I, I just don't want to be by myself. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, like, where I'm at right now, there's a lot of transitions going on in my life. So it's only natural that, that they didn't like transitions, too. <laughs> it's like a lot going on. As you know, I'm a certified yoga instructor and a doula and a life coach. Because I'm extra and I have to go and up myself, I'm in school right now to become a fitness coach, which is a personal trainer with a little som som, a sprinkle here or there, you know, <laughs> and a meditation coach. I'm on a different like plane right now as I build my businesses and rebuild my health. Another thing that happened last year is my thyroid took me down. Took me down. My thyroid took me down. But that's another post because I don't feel like crying today. I'm just crawling out from that hole, like just, just still fresh. But to that effect, I want someone in my life who isn't nervous or intimidated or scared to say, get off your ass or you'll be in the same place tomorrow. Instead, like that's who I am as a person. And that's what I'm going to tell you as a person. It might be a very sweet version of that or it might be just as blunt as that. But I want someone who's going to say like, baby, let's go get up now. Not in 10 more minutes, not tomorrow. Instead, I have people who say, you look good, baby. It's okay. Don't worry about it tomorrow. It's okay. I understand. Like, of course, while that's great and sweet, and a lot of women would kill for someone to just love who they are so much that they don't actually, that ain't me. Like, I know longer want to settle for just sweet and kind and caring anymore I don't want to settle for just sweet I know I'm getting backlash for that but I want someone in my life who sees value in me who sees value in my goals who sees value in my dreams because I see value in them and theirs and I'm going to help them and hold them accountable for theirs like I want to help you get to your shit I want that so if that means I'm a part of that, that that's still for them, not for me. But I want that feeling. I want I want to know that I have someone who feels like what I'm doing is important too for them in their world. Like that feeling to know that somebody thinks that the things that I found important are important too. It's a different, like the feeling hit different. At least, at least enough so they can help me stay on the path that needs to be stayed on. Anyway, because, man, that's a lot. But I don't feel like it's a tall task. But instead of the tricky part, I'm a polyamorous woman. I have certain views on monogamy, but that's my business. Living a poly lifestyle has opened my mind so much and stopped so much limited thinking I didn't know I had. Um... Being poly has allowed me to get everything I truly want and deserve without feeling like I'm pressuring somebody to be something they aren't or do something they don't want to do. The only men in my life are the men who specifically sign up to be here. Like, legit. So, 
this for another post the fact that i'm even going into this is is like religion for another post but i'm gonna get asked anyway i get buku messages about this specific thing so i'm gonna answer it in advance no two men in my life do the same thing no lines are being crossed ever nobody stepping on nobody's toes don't get me wrong jealousy it's a thing in, in the poly world too but jealousy is a human trait. So if that human has that trait, that's their business. But in terms of roles being played, no one has to be jealous. It's apples and oranges. The caring slash lover boy boyfriend, that's not the savage boyfriend. I will not find Glocks and brunch. So I'm going to have brunch on one day and I'm going to go shoot. Or I'm going to go stand next to my baby the next day. It works better for me that way. It works better for me that way than selfishly assuming that I'll find it all in one human. I'm not that person. I don't live the fairy tale land life. So Glocks and brunch with the same man ain't gonna be it for me. I'ma have brunch, then I'ma go shoot his my block, my Glock, his block, his Glock. <laughs> I'ma watch him shoot his Glock. Hopefully he ain't shooting his Glock at nobody, but that ain't my business. I ain't for that. But I want to be realistic in my love life. With all of that being said, though, I'm sure it's a man out there. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, you got to take a second and realize that you're crazy sometimes, right? And I understand that because, okay, so it's a meme that always shows up and it's like, he, they want they want him to be tall. They want him to be this. They want him to be this. They want him to be savage. They want him to be sweet. They want him to be kind. And I'll be looking at that like, damn, you want a whole lot, sis. And you want this to be the same person? That's too much. I, you can be a Glock toter all you want. You can, you can have all the guns. You don't also need to be building picnics with me. That's okay. I know that's not going to be you. I know, I know for a fact that those are two different men. So I'm going to date the two different men because I want both the things. I don't want only. I don't, I don't only want a savage and I don't only want sweet. Uh, clearly, I just said that. So I'm that person. I realize to, to some people that's not going to look like, you know, socially acceptable, but that's okay too. Like I said, I'm sure there's a man out there. If you know him, send him my way. <laughs> if you are him, my DMs are open, you know? I know I gotta be stopped, but for real, um, I'm not playing. If you know somebody, tell them to slide through. If you are somebody, slide through. <laughs> if you have any questions for me on living a poly lifestyle or my poly lifestyle specifically, just hit me up. Um, again, Odyssey of Flower Child on IG, Poe Girl Odyssey on Twitter, Pinterest, and Facebook. Um, you can come right to my website and send a message. My email is also on there too. Like there are a lot of different ways to obtain access to me via the worldwide web. <laughs> um, again, and again, it's www.pogirlodyssey.com. And to get straight to the post slash slash backslash, um, uh, girl blog that's that though um for the first poly girl talk 
I do want to say thank you guys for entering my poly girl world. I look forward to this being a thing at least once a month. Again, if you have questions, want to talk about anything, I'm here for it. I love that people are curious. Um, borderline opening a mind to things. I love that people want to know more about opening up the dynamics to their personal relationships. I get a whole lot of questions um, about whether or not men I date whether or not they all know each other or they all together. And again, in the intro, I'll have a little section where I speak on my poly situation, but it's so many different, um, it's so many different polyamory structures. Um, no two poly relationships are the same. For me, I operate in the V structure, which means I'm the base of everything. I'm the anchor. The people who I date do not date each other. They don't know each other. They only know of each other because it's a respect thing. Um, it's like the unspoken law of, of being in the poly community. Um, it's open communication. I'm talking about open communication. You cannot do this unless you're willing to overshare on some level. And that's really what it is. Being poly is communication, 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 communication. Until you drop dead, then more communication, then more communication. Because you got to respect everybody. Some people might have more than one sexual partner. You got to be able to talk that shit with people. With, whether or not you're doing it or you feel like you want to do it, you got to be able to have that conversation with the people you with. Like me personally, I don't date more than three people at a time only only possibly being sexually active with two of them and that's a breach they don't know each other they only know of each other like they know each other names if they want to they know more so what role that person plays and that's my big thing everyone knows what role everyone plays in my life and I do that because this is really a whole nother thing a whole nother episode and I'm gonna and I'm gonna stop this <laughs> in just a second but for me personally I work off of a list a needs versus wants list and I allow people who want to date me to check off the things that they feel like they are qualified and or capable of fulfilling in my life and they make a list and I do the same thing for them that's eliminating any extra expectations because they already signed up for what they signed up for so when somebody else enters, I have a conversation with with the current person. So they can't be mad about what the next person doing because they ain't gonna do that. You know, you can't be mad about Jim when you John. I I offered you what he won't do. You ain't want to do that. So he doing it, and you stay and do what you're doing. That's kind of like that was a very piss poor. That was a very piss poor piss poor way to say that. But that's the basis of it. And I'll go into it, like I said, in another podcast. But I just wanted to let you guys know my intentions for my next relationship. I truly and genuinely want someone in my life going into this next stage of life where we can help build each other up. Um, I want someone to be a part of that process. Um, and even if it's not a big part, just to feel the masculine energy presence, to feel that in a positive way. It's, 
you feel it all over you, just like feminine energy, you know? Hell, honestly, I'm not even going to take it there. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to let that go and leave it right there. Again, I appreciate you for checking in, for being here with me. I'm going to have a quick little insert um, because I got something to say specifically to somebody. But other than that, that's it for our first Polly Girl Talk. Thank you again for being a part of my Polly Girl world. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you and I look forward to talking to you and seeing you soon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. Mwah. Okay, so look here. I have a message for somebody. And that somebody goes by the name of Michael B. Jordan. Michael, look, okay? I have been in love with you since Hardball. So that's about 2000, 2001. I'm a big fan. I am in love with you. Have always been, will always be. I love you. Okay? I first want to say, before I talk my shit, I first want to say we appreciate you. The whole world collectively appreciates you. And what you have done in helping Lauren London get back to a place where she's comfortable, at least even a little bit, with getting back on stage. Thank you for being her brother through one of the greatest losses she will ever experience in her world. Um, Thank you for being a brother to her and caring for her in a way that we can all see. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being a great display of what a brother is and should be in us seeing your love for Chad. Um, thank you for your your role in such great movies, um, for always standing on what you believe in. We appreciate you, bro. Like, we see you. We see you. And you're the sexiest man of the year. Like, I know you're getting your shit off this year, right? Like, you're the sexiest man of the year. You got Steve Harvey's daughter on your arm. Um, What's shorty name? Laurie. Like, you got Laurie on your arm. You're the sexiest man of the year. You, like, out here stepping on niggas' necks and everything. Like, you're legit doing it. But let me tell you something. We don't want to see another movie. No matter how good it is. We don't want to see another movie. We don't want to see you be Creed. I don't want to see you be Johnny, John, whatever the man name is in that really great Amazon movie. Y'all, the, the movie was really, really, really great. I don't want to take away from that by what I'm about to say. The movie was really great and you didn't expect it to be as good as it was for it to be an Amazon Prime original movie. You kind of, I don't want to like the, tear down another black man in order to make another one like put another one on a pedestal, but you just don't expect that type of quality from certain things. So to have the movie be as good as it was, the movie was great. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how you guys turn this second movie into like how the whole world is receptive to him being alive. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing if Lauren London is still going to be guiding you through. Like, I'm really looking forward to the movie. But let me talk to you about what I really want to talk to you about. Sir, you don't need to make another movie. You don't need to be in another TV show. You don't need to do nothing until you go back on Netflix and take that little thing on there that says another season coming soon off 
and upload about two seasons of Raising Dion, like right off rip. Because what you're doing is you got this girl over here being a single mama and she's not that good at it. You got this little boy over here. He got some stuff going on and we're going to get into it because I feel like we setting it up for him to have some diagnoses and we can work through it on the show. Like, it's great. I love it. You got a, too much stuff to do. You need to bring this girl back who done helped save your whole entire family. Look, okay? This girl don't got no support because her family thinks she crazy and, and, and don't support her already anyway. Your best friend ain't shit and, and literally tried to kill your old lady after trying to be with her and your son after trying to be his daddy and take over for you. Look, it's too much going on. All because you want to go be Superman and go play in some lightning. Okay? It's too much going on. It's too much going on. It's too much going on, and it's time for you to fight your way back, okay? We know you're coming back. We know coronavirus done turned some things around, but it's time for you to come back now. We don't need another TV show. We don't need to see what happens in Wakanda. We don't need to see Creed going up no stair steps. We don't need to see you fighting. We don't need to see you breaking out of no jail. We don't need to see you with Laurie. We don't need to see you with your shirt off again. We need to see that a little bit. We don't need to see none of that. All we need to see is you be back in that little boy life, okay? Because you ain't raised Dion. You ain't been raising Dion. And we need to see you raising Dion, okay? We need to see your black ass raising that little black ass boy and helping that half black ass mama because she's not doing well. She is struggling. She is in love. And you need to be there loving on her. It's too many different dynamics that we as a whole need to see. And you, <laughs> you single-handedly Need to make that happen for us. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's that's it. I love you. I I love you. Bring Raisin Dion back, okay? Cause my little black son, my little half half Mexican half black son, he need to see Raisin Dion. We be over here hypothesizing, and we damn near got a whole script for the next three seasons because we watch it so frequently that we done created the rest of the show for you. So you know what? Actually, if you need help, come to us. Come to me, okay? Poor Girl Odyssey. That's the that's the um that's the handle. <sighs> we just need Raising Dion to come back. That's all. That's all. We just, we just need it back. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk slash 2D Talk. I love you. Disclaimer, the actress who portrays Dion's mom is actually Haitian and Jamaican. I was taking a stab at her sending Dion to an all-white school. Thank you guys again for tuning in to Odyssey of Flower Child. We are perfection. We are beauty. We are pain. We are desire. We are savagery. We are strength. My daily mantra of self-expression is free to be. I am free to be whatever or whoever I want to be, regardless of you. I will not cover up pieces of me to make myself more palatable for you. Remember to walk through life knowing you are also free to be.